great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani is with us now. And uh, I got to tell you, let me say, first of all, you know that I love you. You know that you're like family to me. When I, when I see what they're doing to you, Rudy, it makes my heart hurt. I could not believe that they would stoop so low as to even purport that the guy who first learned how to utilize Rico somehow is a racketeer. <laughs> Feel me, when you heard this, I mean, it's all you could do not to laugh at it, right? Yeah, and, if you, and then if you read what I did, uh, there's no place there I threatened. You, uh, no matter what RICO law there is, the, the, the necessary element is there has to be illegal, substantial, massive coercion involved. Yes. Like, uh, so you look at everything I said, everything Meadows said, everything the president said, it, at no place did we threaten anybody. No and, if you, and if you guys coerce somebody, you're really bad at it because it didn't change anything <laughs> in Georgia. But Rudy, let me let me ask you about about Rico just in a general sense. If I understand it right, and I've I, I've looked into what you did, and it was masterful back with the mob families. Rico, it appears to me to have a criminal operation. All of the parties have to know each other, and of the eighteen or nineteen that have been indicted here in Georgia, you guys don't all know each other. How can you be? How can you be? How can you be part of the same criminal organization? Uh, we're not, and uh, we weren't, and there is no criminal, there was no organization, yes. criminal or otherwise. I mean, there was, uh, th- also necessary to RICO is a is a, an organization that exists over a period of time, has acquired assets, because really the trick with RICO is you can take their money away. So the Biden family, for example, is a quintessential Rico Enterprise. It lasted for 30 years. They made a substantial amount of money. They cut up the money among themselves. Some of it still exists in accounts. There are reports of people never followed up by the FBI, but I know the witnesses of, uh, of offshore bank accounts. There's proof of it with 175 suspicious foreign action reports. As far as I can tell, there's no one in the Treasury Department with that many. That's a RICO organization. This, uh, this, this is a group of people that were working on challenging in court and the legislature an election, which is the way you're supposed to challenge it. And we had a different opinion than they do. So I can look at that, at that, uh, uh, at that film of Ruby Freeman, whatever. Yeah. And when I see a big desk in the middle of the room, a big giant black uh, uh, blanket over it, uh, that was, you know, almost, almost looked like a block long. Right. They throw everybody out. And then only when everybody is out and they case the joint, do they go and open it and count the ballots with nobody there. I happen to know as a lawyer that the law of Georgia, which they don't tell you, makes it illegal to count ballots outside of the presence of the public. Only state that does that. They threw those people out for a reason. They didn't want them to see that a lot of the ballots were never folded. If they were never folded, they can't be absentee ballots because they have to come in an envelope with an identifying signature. If they're not folded, then they then they were printed two blocks away in, in a little store where at least we have suspicion, a little bit of proof that they were printing ballots 24 hours a day. So, I mean, I can have that opinion. Rudy, you can't. And, and, and let, me, let me throw a couple of names at you. 
Because remember when Al Gore went to jail and he was indicted because he challenged the election in 2000 for 36 days? Remember Hillary Clinton when they locked her up and indicted her because she challenged the 2016 election? Stacey Abrams in Georgia, she's still in prison, isn't she? I think because she, she is because she hasn't, she hasn't uh, continued the election. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 and again, uh, my heart weeps. Because I know who you are, and I know what you've done for this country. I know what you've done for right versus wrong. But you have to laugh because the three names I just named are high-profile election deniers that everybody was applauding. Hey, you're allowed to say that. That's right. It was stolen from you because you're a black woman in Georgia or because you're a Clinton or because you're Al Gore. You, did, you didn't do one-tenth of what these people did, and what they did isn't illegal. How are you in trouble? Well, I mean, it's ridiculous. I have a judge now. And this judge put more of the January 6th people away for, uh, I don't know, life than anyone, which is, uh, I think that you're going to have to pay for in heaven. Uh, so she she um, basically finds against me because I didn't I didn't turn in all my electronics. You know, who had my electronics. Judge? The FBI, the FBI yes. took them, didn't they? And when they gave it back to me, by the way they compromise some of the material in the way they examine it. In other words, it wow. doesn't exist anymore. I didn't get rid of it. So you're in trouble because the FBI mishandled your devices. And and the reason they mishandled it is Come on. they tried to double up on me. Nobody remembers this, but in 2019, without telling me, without telling Trump, they went and monitored my iCloud account. They went and stole it. Mm. They watched it for three years. I didn't know that. So they're constantly going into my iCloud account and the experts that I had look at what they could look at said, there's a very good chance that in doing that, they destroyed some material. They even think that. Wow. So. How did they, how did they do that? They had to the FBI, not me. So they had, to have, a, woman, they had, to, have, a, they had to have a search so warrant, right? Trump, she can't right. even, I don't think she can get up in the morning and think. The hatred of Trump is like palpable. You can feel it. It's so weird. Rudy, how were they? How were they able to do that to, to your iCloud? Did they? They obviously had to get a warrant. I mean, what judge yeah, is, is allowing this? Affidavit. Now they had two warrants. They had a warrant for my iCloud account, and then they had uh, the warrant for my house and the warrant for my law office. Wow! All of them resulted in a letter to the grand jury saying, "Which I thank them for doing the letter. That's the one good thing they did." Yeah. We found no evidence that Rudy Giuliani committed a crime. They investigated twenty years of my life. They had every communication of mine, and they found no crime. It's you think bizarre that would end it, right? Oh, of course. I, I thought that would end it. The next thing I know, you're getting a mugshot in Fulton County, Georgia, which doesn't make any sense. Rudy Giuliani, go to RudyGiulianiCS.com. Make sure you're checking out his radio show on WABC. Unduly charged with a crime he didn't commit in Georgia. Um, I, I've got to ask you, though, about this phone call. Without the phone call, none of this happens. Phone call. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I heard the call. You've heard the call. We've read the transcript. Trump clearly, even the Washington Post, had to backtrack their story and make a correction because they took it out of context. Trump never says manufacturing votes. He never says, I want you to go find some votes floating in the river. He says there are hundreds of thousands of votes that are in question that you know were probably mine. I don't need that many. I just need you to find 11,780. Now, Rudy, anytime you're, you're, you're questioning an election or doing a recount or, 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 or doing any sort of a, an indictment on what happened on election day, you say, we're, we're just looking to find this, that, or the other. You're, you're looking to find something. He doesn't tell them to do anything illegal. Why is there a case here? There is no case. And they don't bother to tell you he had a 50-page report on his desk from the Georgia Senate right. 
signed by uh, uh, senators who had interviewed over 100 witnesses saying that the election was fixed with, wow. with about 100 examples of fraud. So when he talked about there, you can find at least 11,000. If, if I'm not mistaken, the senator probably gave illustrations for about 140,000 votes. It was definitely six figures. Yep. Yeah, so he has that in mind, right? And he figures Rassenberger must have the same thing. It comes from William King Ligon. I, nobody bothers to ever publish it. I, I, I point it out every week. Yeah. And so uh, basically what we would say legally is he has a good faith basis for the claim that he's making. It isn't like he's the only one saying this. And I think 10 of the senators signed this and they had public hearings they based it on and told you who the witnesses were. That's a hell of a lot more than they ever did. Big now, the other, one, the other one that really has to be blown up is Barr because they do this. Well, he knew that there was no election for it because Barr told him. Now, why in God's name would he believe Barr? At that point, we knew that Barr had sat on the hard drive for a year. Uh, I'm saying to myself, how, does, how, how, is that guy, how can that guy not be in jail? But that, that hard drive, had it been uh, put out and not covered up, would have prevented the entire impeachment. And now when we look at the voters, 20% of the voters would have voted for Trump. It fixed the election. And his 100%. attorney general sat on it. And I'm pretty angry at him because during the last debate, Biden personally accused me of being a Russian pawn. The hard drive proves that that is a damn lie. And the attorney general of the United States had that and let Biden get away with those lies on his way to the presidency. And we're going to believe him? Oh, no. Bill, Bill Barr is all bark and no bite at all. Bill Barr is full of crap, the former AG. Let me ask you this, because early on, I thought you might be the AG for President Trump. Would you have wanted that job? And, no. and secondly, let's say that you, you, you felt the duty to take the job. I understand you didn't want it. But let's say that you take the job, you felt the duty. Could you have cleaned up the DOJ? And if so, how? It's I broken. Have, Rudy is broken. Know, uh, uh, this is something that uh, my good friend, the president, and I probably don't see eye to eye on. Uh, I would have had even worse conflicts than Sessions. Because, um, and, and I'm not unethical like the present attorney general, right. who is making a mockery of the ethics rules. The present guy is, is ridiculous. He's just yeah, a bot you, for, you for the left. The attorney general cannot carry on a serious investigation of his boss. Truth. I'm sorry. Right. I, I lived through the post-Watergate era. Some of the changes in the Justice Department, I helped to write. So I know them really well. I would have had to recuse myself. And unlike Sessions, I knew him better than Sessions. And I knew he would never accept it. Right. And I thought, this, and plus... I was going through a marital problems then. Right. And for some reason, my ex-wife only would have accepted Secretary of State. Gotcha. So I told I told him just jokingly, who knows, we could have a Martha Mitchell here. <laughs> <laughs> so so it was a good move not to be it, but if Trump were to win again, can he bring in an attorney an attorney general that can fix the DOJ? I do, you could do, have to, do you have to start all over, Rudy? Well, I'll, the tell DOJ? You, I'll tell you, and this is 
I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm not. I don't like statements like this when other people do it, but I'm going to do it because I got to communicate. I, I think I'm the only one that could really straighten it out. I know. I know that department probably better than any living human being. I worked at the bottom of it, and I was the third-ranking official in the greatest Justice Department in the last fifty years. Ronald Reagan. And Reagan's right. So, so I know. I know every nook. So it could I, be fixed. I ran the Bureau of Prisons. I ran the Immigration Service, uh, the Drug Enforcement Administration. So, yeah, and I know how to clean up, like New York City, I know how to clean up corrupt yes. situations. You know how you clean it up? You throw them all out. That's what you do. And, and we're not talking about the rank and file. You throw out every bit of leadership, just show them the door and say rank goodbye. And file, wonderful. We win them over in one day. It take something? a day. I, I know the FBI agents. I got the award, the G-Man of the Year award right. from the FBI six years ago. And, and now, for by the way, contributions to the FBI. And now, by the way, you're facing RICO charges in Georgia. It's now so I stupid. Have a it is so stupid. It's Rudy Giuliani, RudyGiulianiCS.com. Go there and get that done. One last question about the Department of Justice. I thought Matt Whitaker was very good. Um, Sessions was was weak as could be. Bill Barr is a big fat, you know, do nothing. He talks a good game, but nothing else. There's something you, wrong who, with him. Who, who do you? There's, if, a, there's if, corruption if, there too. If, if it can't, if it can't be Rudy Giuliani, uh, let's say you don't want it. Who is there? A person that you can think of? That can walk in there day one and fix yeah. it? That's it for part one of my special interview with Rudy Giuliani, America's Mayor, part two, next hour on the Joe Pag Show. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Part two with Rudy Giuliani is going to be next hour. If you want to watch it, you can stop by JoePags.com and click on Watch Now. Uh, what I found interesting, and Carrie, this jumped out at me while I was talking to, to the mayor, is that he he's got he has no time suffering uh, uh, Bill Barr. He just does not like Bill Barr. Yeah, I know. And literally a couple of times said he's corrupt. So I get into it more in the second part because Rudy says he can clean it up very quickly, but <laughs> doesn't want to be the attorney general. Um, so I ask him, and this is the last question. Is the big you hear the Big Ten broadcastees? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So who would you suggest? He said, "Yeah, there are some people." And we get into that when we come back. Awesome. But he he's got no time for Bill Barr. Now he says that he would have been even more, um, he would have been more required to recuse than even Jeff Sessions was because he was an attorney for Donald Trump for so long and and is and knows him a lot better than Sessions does. So he could not have been an effective attorney general because he would have had to recuse from some of those cases early mm-hmm. on. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, I mean, Bill Barr came in with all the pomp and circumstance. I'm glad that Rudy agrees with me that Matt Whitaker is a good guy, but Bill Barr comes in all the pomp and circumstance and this is the way it's going to happen and blah, 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 and very, very, you know, blustery. He's almost like a, a Chris Christie type and then didn't do anything. And what Rudy says is something I hadn't considered. Bill Barr, who was the attorney general, so the boss of the DOJ, the boss of the FBI had that laptop for a full year. And didn't do anything with it. And the question is, why? And I think it's a fair question. You you have dead to rights. You've got the Biden family. If the attorney general does the job of just exposing what was on that laptop, which should have been exposed, and not let it be hidden the way that it was, 
You're talking about a, a 10 to, to 16 point swing in the election, which is way enough for Donald Trump to have won. But for some reason, the guy who's out there to make sure he exposes the truth, the attorney general, just doesn't do it. Get something? Uh, no, I thought how interesting. I would like to know why as well. Why and, would you do and that? And here's the thing. Bill Barr's out there on the book tour and nobody's asking him these questions. <laughs> it's a very simple question. You are the boss of the DOJ. You know the FBI since 2019 had Hunter Biden's laptop. Why don't you do anything? Why didn't you do anything about it? And then shut up and let him answer. But instead, he's talking about his book. He's talking about how Trump's in big trouble with these allegations. And Trump's in big trouble because of this, that, and the other. Just making stuff up. And nobody will hold him dead to rights. Now, you're right. Jake Tapper does do kind of a journalistic dance with Corrine Jean-Pierre when it comes to Biden and his oh, for Jake lack Tapper, of mobility. I thought it was pretty good, you know. Well, it was, well think about it, though. Under this administration. Think about what you just said. How much lower are your standards well, now for journalism that you're applauding him that he held one person to account? I'm telling you, I know it's pretty. It's sad. It's very, very sad. Yeah. But you're right. He at least says, "Listen, the average uh, mortality for a man is 77. He's 81, and he's he's walking. Around. Oh, he just went to Kiev. Carrie, why do they all keep saying Kiev? I'm going to say Kiev. I'm going to say it in English. Mm, okay. We, like, yeah, like, listen. Green jump here thinks it's warload. I don't think she needs to act like she's speaking Ukrainian. <laughs> Got it. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, at the end of the day, you've got a guy who is this this bigger-than-life figure, um, this Bill Barr, and he just doesn't do the job at all. The one thing he said, I think, in front of Congress, something about how uh, spying happened at Trump Tower. We know that happened. It was admitted by the New York Times on January 20th of, of 2017 when Trump was taking office. It, it, was, it was known that they were surveilling Trump Tower, pretending it was about Carter Page. It was really about Donald Trump. But Bill Barr gets in there, again, with the pomp and circumstance, the big presence, the big voice, and doesn't do a damn thing. And people can say, well, yeah, but who, who hired him? You're right. Donald Trump hired him. I know this for a fact. Should Trump get back in, and I hope he does, he's going to have to surround himself with people he can really trust, people who are really loyal, people who will give him real guidance and real advice and stand by it. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.